Live by every word. That is the challenge and the opportunity the Bible gives to you. This program examines the actual words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God Himself so we can use them to guide our paths and live by them in our everyday lives. This is Live by Every Word. Thanks for joining me today here on Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. This is Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG. We're online at kpcg.fm. And we have a live link at thetrumpet.com as well. And our shows are recorded and also provided in podcast form. So if you like to uh, listen via podcast, you can find the podcast of this program and all of our programming at Trumpet Radio, kpcg.fm, and uh, also at thetrumpet.com, or wherever you'd like to get your podcasts, you can find them there. One of the great struggles that people have is to really grow up and mature emotionally. We all get older physically. Can't stop that, I suppose. People even try sometimes. But we get older, we grow up. We go from being a child to being an adult. And uh, that's a natural process. But just being an adult or growing older, becoming an older adult, that doesn't mean that we'll be emotionally mature. As a matter of fact, we when we look around, we see some incredible immaturity. And oftentimes it is from some of the oldest people or people in the highest positions in the land. There's wars and conflicts that go on on this earth. It's all the result of emotional immaturity and the breaking of God's laws. Emotional immaturity, it wrecks homes, it wrecks lives. It causes stress, anxiety. It hurts people. The person that's really struggling with the immaturity, as well as those around them. It's a major concern. It's a major crisis. And yet there's not a lot that's um, devoted to teaching about how to be emotionally mature. People go to college, young people, and they're educated in, in different subjects, but oftentimes not really educated in how to be mature. The people teaching them don't know how to be mature, and I'm talking about emotionally. They learn how to maybe conduct themselves in certain situations. But none of those things is emotional maturity. Very few grow up emotionally. Well, how about you? How about me? Are we emotionally mature? Are you emotionally mature? Do you know what emotional maturity is? Well, sometimes we might have a concept about that that uh, isn't right. Emotional maturity doesn't mean not having emotions. It means using them in the right way. Herbert W. Armstrong uh, described three categories into which people generally fall. He wrote a great write-up about emotional maturity. It was uh, written in 1978, I believe, somewhere in that uh, time period. And he just really hit on some excellent points in there. And he was talking about categories into which people generally fall. And listen to this and see if if any of this uh, might describe you. First, he describes those who let themselves go to an extreme emotionally. They're very extreme. uh, They grew up in a situation where they never had to put a control on their emotions. And so their emotions are very extreme. They are 
upset by the smallest matter, easily offended. But then on the other side of it, they also overdo flattery. And they can really be uh, just flattering to people. And will go way over the top. Often they're into gossip. And they can feel jealous easily or excessively jubilant. You know, extremes on either side. Very selfish, very self-focused. And second, Mr. Armstrong talked about those who go to the opposite extreme, where they're not letting their emotions go to extremes. They're clamping them down, and they clamp them down so much that they really put those emotions to death. They haven't developed emotionally, not properly. They've, they've cut off the emotions. They didn't want to deal with them. Maybe they were hurt when they were younger or something happened, but they, they didn't like it. They didn't like the way it felt. They didn't like the way those emotions um, made them feel sad, probably. And so they really just put them to death. And so they don't feel deeply about anything. They really don't feel deeply about anything, and they struggle to be truly sincere. They struggle to feel compassion or empathy for others. They just cut off the emotions. And probably as a defense mechanism, you know, maybe it feels uh, a little better to feel nothing than to be sad or to feel a negative emotion. And then third, Mr. Armstrong said there are those that are in the middle ground. And maybe most people would fall into this category. I'm not sure. But the middle ground, where, again, on one hand, they're not going to extremes. But in general, they're just pretty indifferent. They don't have a lot of real ambition. They've not developed their personality. You know, they're, they're not the extreme on either side. But they're just sort of listless. And that can describe... Most people, usually one of those three categories. And But what about real emotional maturity? Where can we look to find that? We need an example. We have to look somewhere. And of course, as we often do on this program, we, we look into the Bible. Live by every word. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to learn more about God's word. Striving to live by it. And the Bible is full of examples of people who really grew up emotionally. Now, again, it takes time, and, and most of the examples of the people are not perfect, but, but they were really growing up emotionally and, and used those emotions. I mean, consider Daniel, for example, and David and Jeremiah, and they each went through some really um, amazing highs, I suppose, in terms of excitement and joy, but then there were some very difficult times as well. They were very emotional in their prayers. And they really needed to cry out to God for, for repentance, for forgiveness, to be saved, even physically. And they would often pray with deep, heartfelt emotion. They weren't listless, that's for sure. They had a lot of energy. They really used that emotion to cry out to God, to um, do the jobs that God had given them to do. They had to have a certain passion. They had to have a certain emotion for that. And, of course, the perfect example and the main one that we look at is that of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our perfect example. 
he was emotionally mature. And now again, this does not mean that Jesus didn't have strong emotions, you know, that he just sort of kept it all in check and kept them in a box. That's not the case. And keep in mind, if he sinned once, his death would have only paid for his sins. And so we wouldn't have a Savior, and God's plan would have been thwarted. His plan to build a family, to create a family. But Christ didn't have his emotions in some sort of a box, you know, where he just kept them all bottled up. As a matter of fact, that would have, you know, if he didn't use his emotions correctly, it would have been sinful. He used them in the right way. He's our perfect example. Notice uh, a few passages about this. And we have uh, just a few passages today. If you have a Bible handy, you could get it out and we could look at these together. Matthew 23 and verse 37 to start with. This is where Jesus looked out over Jerusalem and he was expressing some very deep emotion for the city and its inhabitants because he knew uh, they were going to have some pretty difficult things come their direction because of their sins. Matthew 23 and verse 37, Jesus said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you that kill the prophets and stone them which are sent unto you. So he's recounting that history. You know, he, he saw all of that. What they did. These, these prophets were sent to them and they killed them. He says, How often would I have gathered your children together, even as a hen gathers her chickens under her wings, and you would not. And so we all, I think, have seen that at some point where a chicken will gather in the, the, uh, the chicks and protect them. Man, keep them safe. And uh, I had uh, chickens when I was growing up. We had chickens, and uh, I saw them do things like that. So I think it's something most people have seen. And and here Jesus is saying, look, that's what I would have done to you. You know, if, if, you, would have, if you would have just come to me, if you would have obeyed me, if you would have listened to me, if you would have repented, I would have brought you in. I would have protected you. There's a real emotion there. Real emotion there. And, and Christ felt those things deeply. He felt them deeply. You know, Jesus Christ longed to save Jerusalem. That's his city. He wanted to save Jerusalem and the people from destruction. And he was expressing that deep emotion. Uh, But it was being expressed, the proper emotion was being expressed the right way and at the right time. You know, it really was being handled correctly. Emotional maturity is something that it has to be learned by the mind and developed by self-discipline. There is, there is control. There has to be control, but again, not to the point of, of locking those emotions away. Those who are emotionally immature have not learned to control their moods. They see their circumstances through the eyes of their emotions and feelings. And that's the difficulty that people can get into again when they're in those extremes. But the emotionally mature individual, like Christ, will use godly wisdom to direct their path. To be emotionally mature, we have to learn to live by every word of God. By every word of God, Christ said that in Matthew 4 and verse 4. He really, he really, uh, set an example in that because he did it himself 
He lived by every word of God. So when we study Christ's life, it's a master class on emotional maturity. Jesus Christ displayed the full range of emotions. You know, he got upset, right? You remember he went in and he threw the money changers out of the temple. He was, he was rightfully upset about that. And he showed it, but he showed it in the right way. He showed it in a way that in no way was a sin. It was proper emotion at the proper time. Never sinned, but yet he cried. He became righteously indignant at times. He had confrontations with the Pharisees and others, scribes and such. But never sinned. He had that emotional maturity. He knew how to laugh. He knew how to love. You know, John was was a, a disciple that he was especially close to. He loved him. He loved all of them. And, of course, the sacrifice that he made and what he endured and what he went through, that could not be done unless he had love, perfect love. Jesus Christ was emotionally mature. He knew how to do God's will at all times. We can notice that if we look at John 8 and verse 29. He was always doing his Father's will. He knew how to do that. He knew how to handle himself properly. And he set a perfect example in having that sort of mindset where he was always doing the Father's will. That's emotional maturity. John 8 and verse 29, he says that he that sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. He always did the things that pleased his Father. That's emotional maturity. What a perfect example that is. You know, he had things that were uh, pressing and that he had to take care of and he had to do and he had pulls on his time and all of that, but he never got, uh, you know, emotionally out of balance. He knew how to handle those things correctly. His focus was on doing his father's will, even to the point of being sacrificed. And that was a very hard thing, but he did it because he did his father's will. He always did that. And so no matter where you are on the range of emotional maturity, you can grow. We all have to grow. We have to continue in the path of developing emotional maturity. Notice Matthew 5. Matthew 5 gives us a goal here that we, we have to uh, continue to strive for. Matthew 5 and verse 48. Christ said, Be you therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. See, that's the goal. We're not there yet. You know, hopefully we're growing in emotional maturity, but we have to keep growing to be like Christ and to be perfect, even as... Your Father which is in heaven is perfect. So that's the goal. That's where we're heading towards. And that's what we need to be developing. Um, character like that to be perfect. Notice another passage here. This is a one that we quote quite often, but it's so vital. Listen, Philippians 2. Again, it's uh, our goal. Philippians 2 and verse 5. It says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So Christ was emotionally mature. He was perfect in that. And here we're instructed to have that 
same mind of Christ in us. Have that same mind of Christ in us. And that was a, an emotionally mature mind. How did he do it? How could he do it? What do we have to do? Notice a passage in Romans 8. Romans 8. And we'll look at a few verses here, starting in verse 7. Actually, let's back up and look at verse 6. It says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. See, life and peace. Now, that's emotional maturity there. Verse 7, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, or it's hostile, in other words, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. If we're just thinking carnally, if we're just very caught up in this physical life, then we're not going to be pleasing God, and we're going to be somewhere in that range of emotional immaturity and just really floundering and struggling. But we have to be living differently, have that mind of Christ in us. Verse 13, for if you live after the flesh, you shall die. You know, if we're just caught up in this life and that's the way we're living and we're focused on that, well, the end result is death. It says, but if you through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. There'll be an eternal life. Verse 14, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God... They are the sons of God. And again, there's resurrections and so forth. There's a lot more about that at thetrumpet.com. We're not getting into that topic today specifically. But verse 14 there, as it says, we have to be led by the Spirit of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That's what a true Christian is, somebody who's being led by the Spirit of God. And that Spirit is what empowers us to have the mind of Christ. And his mind was perfectly mature emotionally. He had a perfect emotional maturity. And we're told to have that same mind. And we can have that by using the power of God's spirit and then really using it and working and developing God's character. God's spirit is essential to developing emotional maturity. There's no way we're going to have emotional maturity without God's spirit. Notice another passage here in Acts 2. Acts 2, for those that God calls, he does open up his understanding, and then they have to act on that and take some action. Acts 2 and verse 38, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So they were asking him, well, what do we do? And he said, well, you have to repent and be baptized. Now, John 6 and verse 44 shows that God has to call people. But when he does, they have to really then repent and change. See, that's emotional maturity there, to repent, to change, to stop going the wrong direction and start going the right direction. That's, that's the way the Spirit of God leads us. To be emotionally mature, to grow in that, we have to use God's Spirit. And let that mind of Christ be in us, as it says in Philippians 2 and verse 5. There's a lot, a lot to think about when it comes to emotional maturity. And we really need to look at the example of Christ's life. And we have a great write-up about that. It's at thetrumpet.com. It's free. It's a reprint article. The title is The Real Jesus, 
and it talks about some of the uh, specifics of Christ's life, and it gives you it gives you some insight into him, who he was, how he lived on this earth, and of course, uh, who he is today as well, and who he was in history. So there's a, there's a whole lot of information there, but and a lot to learn. But we're also learning a lot about emotional maturity. We want to understand how to be mature emotionally. We have to look at Christ's perfect example and then really use God's Spirit and let the mind of Christ be in us. That's how we grow in that emotional maturity. That's all the time we have for this edition of Live by Every Word. Thank you for spending some of your time with me today. I'm Dwight Falk. Until next time, let's all strive to more perfectly live by every word of God. You've been listening to Live by Every Word on Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG and online at kpcg.fm and thetrumpet.com.